Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Gamer Good Gamer podcast. Hope you everybody had a good weekend. We had a blast <laughs> at the Blast Premier World Finals. Pun intended. Wow. Pun intended. One hundred percent. Yes. With the puns, Tim. Oh, uh, we've harsh. got. Uh, We've got Kevin Sebastian, aka Knox Voyager, with us today as well, and Fatty's with us as well. So this is the first time we do a three-person episode, uh, and we are all uh, about. Well, we all just want to talk about what happened in the weekend with the Blast of the Mirror, both in terms of the outcome, the matches, our thoughts and feelings about it, and everything. So, um, uh, Kevin, why don't you start us off? Let's you know have the guests go at it first. Um. To say that you had a blast is uh, very, very on point. Uh, I had a one, a great time actually watching the game. Uh, I didn't see day one. I watched a few of the streams as well. Mm-hmm. But the final event uh, between G2 and Team Liquid uh, got over fairly quickly and in surprising fashion too because G2 yeah. dominated the entire day. And uh, yeah, they came they came out on top of this this game. And um, I genuinely had a lovely time just watching these people frag so quickly <laughs> that I'm like, should I get back into Counter-Strike? And then I see the level of skill that they have. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not going back into Counter-Strike. You're not going to be able to compete. No uh, way. Um, yeah. I don't know what, what None kind of, of response. None of us can, no. The response times were insane. Um, the, the, they were pixel peaking and... God knows what else. And honestly, like uh, G2's, um, uh, I, I believe his name was Monsi, the player. Uh, yeah. Seeing him with an op was insane. Like, I, 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 these people clearly are, uh, they're on to, like, obviously, like, bigger and better things for sure when it comes to their careers in esports for Counter Strike specifically. But overall, as a show, it was insane because, like, I like the fact that. A lot of the production value was top notch. Like this is the level of things we see in Europe and the US. That's the yeah. kind of production quality. I mean, I expected and that and it delivered and and even way more than that as well. Uh, the venue was perfect. The audience, the crowd was so like it. They were everyone was into it. Like this is the start of the the very start of like esports events becoming the same level as uh, serious esports events because we've had esports yeah. events here in the past but yeah, that, nothing yeah. on this level nothing recognizable make, on an international scale yeah making a distinction yeah. on what esports events the standard should be yeah. uh, these are the start of the major finals of uh, what can possibly be done in our region it can be done that like that that this the, this proves uh, it yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Like it's never been about the location. The fact that they had a very seamless uh, uh, response to everything, and at the same time, they also had very little hiccups. Like I don't even know if there were hiccups. I doubt it. Yeah, none, none that I saw. But before we get to that, I just yeah. want to go back to G two again because Fatty, you've watched their matches on Friday, right? You like you've seen them I, before watched... the the finals. Pretty much all the matches uh, that I could watch. Um, so was even, that even like the a, opening matches? Yeah, was that like a trend with them? Like, did they surprise yeah. and overtake everybody? Yeah, they did. Well, uh, G two versus Phase was was also a very like intense match, but like mm. they didn't win that fast. Like Phase put up mm. a, a fight, let's say. So they were neck and neck for for a few rounds or a few ma- maps, and then like 
G2, like one at the end. Um, so just seeing them play between the last few days, like they're amazing. And they, in terms of all the teams that are there between Liquid and FaZe, like G2 was the underdogs. No one was expecting them yeah, to reach like, that far. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I fully expected FaZe to be in this final right now with the way they were playing. And, we we uh, had phase as our pickems like prediction, right? Yeah, Freddy? yeah. yeah. yeah, we, did. yeah. So we only got two out of the seven, unfortunately. But, <laughs> yeah. but what what surprised me the most was uh, when phase played against Liquid and then Liquid beat them. Uh, I wasn't ex- I, I'm very surprised with how Liquid played. Actually, there were some weird it, calls with the with Team Liquid. Um, either either that they were not playing up to scratch, or G two was just too good. And were dominating G2. every single match. I would say G2 was it too good. It looked like they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. G2, I wanted to definitely. ask you, Knox, uh, before this, did you ever used to watch Counter-Strike esports no, I do. I, I watch it? a lot of the ESL tournaments, actually. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so you have previous experience with uh, Counter-Strike teams yeah. and like the, like, the meta and everything. I don't play the game, so I, I normally don't, I don't speculate on Counter-Strike tournaments because it's not my game. But there are just certain things like... From a viewer, the longer you watch Counter Strike games, you kind of get the handle on. But G two, in the sense that when I saw them play, it was unbelievable how good they were. Like uh, Hunter and Monsi, and in fact, Team Liquid did try to put up a fight in the second half, but yeah, they, it was very short lived. You see, like they were coming neck to neck. It was looking like they were going to win that second round. Yeah, they they closed that gap. There was like a six yeah. seven point and, gap between them. And they then, closed and it. Then, and, and then, then G2 yeah. and then G2 just rolled them over and, and yeah. it was something I didn't fully expect as well. I mean, good for people who were there, because a lot of people who were there were actually wanting to go for the World Cup final. Uh congratulations, yeah. Argentina, by the way. And yeah. uh, <laughs> two World Cups on that day. It was two nice. World yeah, Cups, see, yeah. Yeah, so everyone had the added benefit of leaving the venue early and going to catch the World Cup. Yeah, I mean that's Everybody what I was telling else. that's what I was telling Fatty yesterday. Uh, because it's not it wasn't just a World Cup final for me, it was also my mom's birthday. Yeah, and I wanted to make sure that I could like go back home and like get ready and all that. Like I have more than enough time to do that. So when I mean, we saw you, G- the way G two for putting on a show, yeah, and, well, that's uh, the thing. When, 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 <laughs> when we saw the way G two played the first yeah. uh, map, Fanny and I were like, "Hey, there's a chance that this might be done like with just two maps. Like, there's no need to go into Anubis, and like we're good." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we we were, I think, from the night before, like looting for liquid. I think that was kind of like the unspoken thing. It's like, oh, let's just like go for for liquid. Yeah. But yeah. then phase, that quickly like changed. Phase was there. It was. It would have been phase. Yeah, yeah it would have like, been phase. Yeah, yeah, but then liquid was kind of like the second. For yeah. me, it was because, um, like full disclosure, like we don't really do esports at all. This is just based this is on what, what we get at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was, yeah, I was getting there. So the fact that both of us and you kevin who who does watch all these esports games were able to like pick up just how good g2 was yeah it really means that they were that fucking good that it doesn't take an expert it doesn't take somebody who's like well accustomed to um not just them but just like csgo matches in general as long as you get a general idea of what needs to be done shoot the bad people defuse the bomb or plant the bomb and that's it you could still tell just how good it's, yeah, they, they it's played. Yeah, also like their team communication was on point uh, mm. for whatever reason. When even when the team was down, uh, two we it was a two we two we three or two we four. I, I'm trying to remember what match it was. They quickly took over. Yeah. Like uh, even in the pistol rounds, they were like pr- properly 
I, I believe like another player again whose name escapes me. He had the uh, akimbo pistol, and uh, he took out two players easily within the span of like a few seconds of each other. Um, I've seen that happen a couple of times. Right. Like it wasn't but, like a one-time fluke type of thing. It's just right. They've... But then the, again, the spatial awareness, right? Like the, that's mm. a very common spot to be on top of. Yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason, Liquid were just not finding those gaps uh, when yeah. it came to like finding those players. I, I think it was all about positioning as well. Mm. And um, again, not an expert, so don't quote me on this in the terms of like what I thought about them as an expert. We won't. Opinion. <laughs> but at the same time, it was just such a joy to watch competitive CS on a massive screen. It was that, for can, sure. Yeah. Um, can can we like, can we talk about the experience watching it like at at the arena and what it was can, like, can, and then maybe touch on the production. It was yeah. so good, honestly. Like, um, like, again, I'm sure you guys have different experiences altogether because you were for both days. But when I went there, the ticketing process was smooth. Um, I obviously went as press, so my experience was very different. But for people who were there, very little complaints. People who got tickets got in very easy. They got mm. they got their seats that they wanted. FNB was affordable for an event of this nature. Um, for the adults, they were providing harder drinks also, so that's also yeah. available. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't even know that was a thing until like the last day. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was, and um, and at the same time, uh, everyone there, whoever, like they had a merch stall. Uh, my, my only, oh, yeah. I, I think my only gripe, I would say, I'm nitpicking at this point, is that there should have been more merch. Um, there was Blast merch, there was Face Clan merch. Uh, I didn't see anything from Team Liquid. Um, I didn't see like much of the stuff as well. Like, and in fact, the meet and greets, I guess, were also like really well coordinated as well. Um, mm. It would have been nice to meet the players outside of Blast in the sense that me too. No, yeah, I wanted to see people, them. I know oh, for a fact yeah. people wanted to meet a player from Navi called Simple. Mm. And uh, for Counter Strike fans, Simple is like. A very revered figure in that space. Oh, okay. Um, the thing was, I, I I just wish that you know they would have stuck around. But I get it, you know. Like at the end of the day, it all depends on giving each team its own space. So yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm and sure security plays a role as well. Like the hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. But that day, mm-hmm. that day belonged to G2 and Liquid, so that's what they did. Um, but I didn't manage to get to see the behind the scenes. Off. And this is what I really wanted, actually, to see how it all works. Mm. Like how yeah, works. Uh, like as a press, I thought you'd you'd have access to that at least. Yeah, like, so I did some and access. I did, and I was blown away because um, so two things, two major things here. What Abu Dhabi Gaming have done? Not only have they given them the space, they given them free reign in how they wanted to set up. They they had like blast. The blast team had complete freedom and flexibility to like set the set things up the way they wanted. Uh, for starters, that screen that we saw, uh, that entire mm. display, they've said that it's their biggest that they've ever worked on. They've never had worked can, on a display. Can we just like props, give props to that screen, like how yeah. nice and, and crisp it was? And like, well, again, yeah. I've never seen it live, but like how they showed all the players at the bottom. Like yeah, in the so middle of like, the yeah, screen, yeah. like that little cutout. Yeah. For those yeah. listening in on this podcast, let me give you, let me paint you a picture. They sat inside the screen. Like that's how yeah. it was. The stage was set in such a way that the players were actually inside, embedded in the screen. So the entire display was on the outside. So you could still see it into it. It was like a little cutaway. Yeah, yeah. Where they put in their stage. So the entire thing was an actual display. 
And they designed that for this tournament specifically. I don't know if they're going to take that with them and once they dismantle it. I think they will because it yeah. was so good the way it was done. And um, that was the first thing. The second thing was how the AV system, the lights and the sounds, yes. all worked oh in with God. the game. A hundred percent. And it worked so it well. Me in, it yes. worked phenomenally yes. well. And I was I was stunned at how how everything in sync was. So yeah. like, when I went behind the scenes, I first met with the admin team who explained <laughs> their main job in doing such a tournament like this is making sure that no team gets an unfair advantage over the other. Not just through like checking for hacks and stuff like that. It goes way more than that. It's the surface level stuff. Like they even look at audio cues because sometimes players, like people in the, in the audience can yell something like, go oh, B, yeah. go B, you know? So they have to yeah. filter out that noise. And how they do that is the special headphones is that they have an AI to actually pick up on human voices and filter them from out outside from outside yeah so that okay. players won't get to hear any of that stuff because all. i was going to ask because the, the 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 two commentators that were there great yeah, job even that, I don't, even, I, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. even that as well even the casters sometimes have to like can be picked up because they're loud enough so that even the yeah. players can hear them so the hmm. casters have to be told then like hey stop giving away things and talk in such a way that they have to talk as if they're like oh he's about to do something like, mm-hmm. you know, very ambiguous very vague like that's what i was giving away that, like yeah. like like specific yeah, so. locations oh like uh, nico so and so is above you for example so they'll yeah. just like they, yeah they'll, 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 they'll throw themselves say that they'll just be like oh they're about to enter here and mm. uh they, they have to do, say it in such a way that the admin the admin team is uh who uh, monitoring everything correct they are like a group of four people and they've done such a stellar job doing it because uh they also they also lit a little bit of a uh, uh, little information is that sometimes players can rage which leads to broken equipment yeah and then i asked them i asked <laughs> oh. them like what happens to all of this, these pieces because clearly they're expensive and something like it actually gets reused within the theme so people which oh. things which are not suitable for gamers tends to then go to the internal office teams and stuff oh like that's that. cool they they they're sustainable like that, which is sustainable cool. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I'm like that's pretty cool. That's good on the admin team for organizing this sort of thing. So that's the first part. The second part is the broadcasting itself, proprietary for sure. It's not OBS mm. or anything of that sort. They use a very specifics. We saw yeah. OBS. It in looked the... like OBS to me looked, from where it, I was it's, sitting. It's, it's it was it was a forked version of OBS because it was a ah. huge. I wasn't even allowed to record this part of the tour. So uh, it was a very specific software that they had. Uh, again, no names, nothing was around it. Only that it was running off a single monitor in a huge server room. Yeah. And they had to like put those under blast chillers because of that. So they got the space what? to run that. Yeah. Really? So they're outputting okay. multiple feeds across multiple things. And, and, and here's why. Because they first give a clean feed to Twitch, YouTube, so that mm. people can put all their uh, graphics on top of it. Then they have the Blast TV website. Yeah, which, yeah. which I've seen. Yeah, which had its own room. In fact, people who were working oh. on the Blast TV website literally sat in a, in a separate room. Where uh, if you go to the Blast TV website, it's pretty much like how B B in sports works. If there's a, if you watch the online TOD platform, yes, where if, you mentioned if, there was, that. if a player clutched, aced, 
uh, bomb was planted. You can like go to specific moments and track back. Yeah, yeah. Speed. So, so the so, highlights will be mapped out on the timeline. Yeah, on the blast. I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love like, that idea. From, yeah. Everything from stats to viewpoints, all of that was it's all there. Really good. Yeah, like the, I was yeah. watching. Like I had access to Twitch and the blast tv website and like after we signed up and i was watching there then i noticed a little bar at the bottom you just click something and like opens it's so up fluid. it was really it's fluid so as well. nice and yeah. they also had commu- the chat moderators because the blast community has their own chat yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. and um the interesting thing is uh the production director on the show for blast is actually uh it was an entire danish team by the way the same mm. team they shipped they shipped everything by the way, uh, whatever they had, they brought in, and that's why uh, Maersk was the one of their sponsors. Uh, the, one of the sponsors that the that cargo. threw me off a little bit. I was like, why? Yeah, why would are they getting into gaming a, as well? Why would a cargo company? <laughs> now, now you know. So this is the reason why they bought about. They don't give. They haven't given me exact numbers, but it was very clearly at least four or five cargo containers worth of stuff Damn. that were Damn. brought in. Yeah, so, makes sense. At least. Because the entire floor was theirs, like the entire basement and the entire back end was theirs, and it was, it was all their stuff. Top notch production. But here's the thing: the production director specifically was a Counter Strike player. He is in his fifties, but he's also someone who knows Counter Strike. So they pride themselves on having production people who play Perfect. the game, yeah, and they know what's going on. So everybody there are people who who are very familiar with Counter Strike. And I'm like, mm. that is incredible. Like, you're not only hiring them based on their production experience, because this these guys are veterans in but the also TV. based on their knowledge of the game as well. Yeah, they're gamers themselves. Yeah, as a as a top down kind of yeah. uh, structure, yeah. It's, yeah. it makes so sense. Everybody know knows what's going on and all that. Like, how yeah. you, which player, what when's the action going to happen and stuff. Now that's the first side. The second side is uh, for again people who weren't who in there. You guys can watch the live feed as well of the st- stage and stuff. If they planted the bomb, the stage oh, would yeah, 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 color yeah. completely and the lights would start flickering, ticking on when the bomb countdown starts going off. So so that is something that's one of the things yeah. that it's we that, that we loved things. about the show. Right. There's a fun story about that as well. That is custom code, by the way, of someone who developed software and it mm. ran a, alongside Counter-Strike on Oh, so it, believe, it does it I, I thought that it was it, something that was like automatically done or something yeah, like it, it must... is automatically done yeah 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 Yeah, so it triggers when you plant That's interesting the bomb. yeah because it was uh, like on point every single time it was yeah. there was never like a delay or it came in too early or whatever so i figured it was something that was automatic and then the lights and the sounds everything was also like tied into that it's actually the... it's actually yeah it's custom code it's a software dev actually has yeah. that to to interface with the lights and stage and everything so because so, it was also yeah. the same thing whenever somebody like as soon as like the last uh, like the last person in the team like dies, it automatically switches uh, like to like you know that team won or so on and so forth. So I'm pretty sure all of that was automated, not just like the the bomb planning stuff. Yeah, um, just calling out you know which team won at least was was also part of that. It's not even that. Like what I really liked about it uh, is like when the lights go off, like you get this like effect, like it's it all turns it's red. A strobing, and you get, like, it's a strobing effect. Strobing effect, and like yeah, yeah, on yeah. top of that, it's the audio design, man. Like the audio made like when you were sitting in the seats, like you felt the rumble, like you felt like when the bomb like, went off. You're like when the yeah. bomb went off, you feel it in your seats. The audio really, really was, feel it, was like, really good. Uh, it was like uh, very powerful. It just added to the immersion of the whole thing. It was it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, like it just goes to show that like 
when you have a good enough venue and you give them full like you give them a blank check essentially you you it's like obviously like um there are stipulations on how Abu, I'm pretty sure Abu Dhabi gaming are benefiting in many many yeah, ways. Yeah, so so let's just uh, yeah. quickly like because we never mentioned the the venue that like this all took place at Etihad Arena. Yeah. On Yas Island and uh, AD Gaming, they were the partners um, on this, they're the ones that like helped make this happen here yeah. in Abu Dhabi as we all know. This is kind of like one of their one of their missions and initiatives. This, yeah. like, one of their initiatives exactly is to make esports kind of like a big thing in AD gaming not in in Abu Dhabi and not just in the UAE but also on an international level have Abu Dhabi be like an esport destination i think in the interview with you kevin that he that um sultan had i think he mentioned something about esports uh, vacation or something like that yeah tourism yeah so yeah esports tourism so and i i feel like that kind of happened with blasca's I saw a lot of people that just looked not just like foreign, but like new in the country. Obviously, like yeah, I'm, I'm was, not talking in all of Abu Dhabi, but like did, but at, at the venue, show, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure these people must have like yeah. explored Abu Dhabi like for the weekend, right? Um, so, so yeah, I think I, I personally would say that this event was a success for what they. Yeah, wanted to do for what it was supposed to be for people that attended the the show, uh, the 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 stadium, like the like you could feel that people were excited. You could feel that people were happy. They were cheering on for the most part. Team Liquid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even though G two was was like just creaming them, but but there were a lot of Team Liquid fans. Uh, more than G two, like more than much G2. more than G two. Where G2, we were sitting, like, there was like a handful on the right side, and then the rest of the stadium yeah. was going for Liquid. Um, yeah, but so, it was still good. Like it was friendly enough. Like no one, like no fights broke out. Nothing like that. But it was yeah. Like, there was just it was it was it was I a mean, great um, event. It blew one through. I yeah, and it's hard not con- to root for them. Yeah, I, I think because yeah. because of the nature of the sport and the people who are playing it also, like these are like let's face it, the the people who play video games and they put all their rage and emotion into the game, and once the game's over, that's it. There's no there's no fight <laughs> after that. Uh, I think that's the way it just works in terms of competitive. I guess so. Well. Yeah. Not even up, that before. Yeah. Uh, with show the show matches. Basic, yeah. yeah. You, you show up by being good at the game. That, that That's just generally it. Like, mm. you can't be all yeah, talk. True. This is like, that's the nature of the sport, right? So, a fun story about like all of this is as well is that I actually question some of these things that were happening. Because, see, at the end of the day, as someone who grew up here, uh, like like all, both of you as well, like I'm all for local production, right? Like I'm like, mm. how does it serve the local economy? Because right now, all the seems is that Abu Dhabi gave them location, and pretty much they bought in their own people. And uh, I'm pretty sure local productions here and that some of them did benefit from it. But how does this help the scene in general, right? And uh, this is also part of the interview that I did with, with Sultan uh, last episode, Tarek, just to track mm. back to that conversation. Abu Dhabi Gaming, and this is, I think he's given a very excellent, excellent answer on as to how this is going to happen moving forward because they have a certain vision for what community events should be. And they also have a vision for what the international events should be. Only the difference is that the international events are much more easier to sponsor and fund and basically get more eyes on. Uh, You don't get to the community without doing something big first. And that's always been emblematic of our region here. Like that that applies to everything, not just for gaming, 
applies to any event. You need to have some big name attached to basically get the support funding of the brands to like so further support smaller events concurrently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, while I'm glad that this has happened, like the Blast Premier Final has happened in Abu Dhabi, uh, for me, I will be truly convinced when I'd say like, okay, there's a local production doing an actual esports thing for our reason. You see, we, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I think Fatty and I, like on the way back, he dropped me off home. We, like, we were talking I'm about speculated, this. yeah, yeah. We're yeah, like we uh, once, once, uh, like a local esports event starts gaining traction. Yeah. Right. You know, people are interested in in going to see it. People are interested in competing with it. the The price pool is like substantial enough, and not like just a thousand dirhams. Because as soon as you have a thousand dirham like price pool, you're not going to get that much like that many eyeballs on you, right? Like, Correct. it's it's going to be a very very small event. But once the small, like once a small local event is able to like get enough sponsors, is able to get enough eyeballs, is able to get enough interest and talk online about it, then that is definitely like a big sign of success but that doesn't happen until you start dragging in the big events first right and then kind of like gradually beat it into people's brains that this is a thing this can happen if you like it then go attend and like like i feel like i feel like with every new trend like we're we're still like five years behind you know in the terms of like esport did not pick up until very very recently 2015 to, to now in the rest of the rest of the world mm. the european and western markets so comparatively to the rest of asia in terms yeah. of oh, yeah. like the mina region specifically uh like even i will lump india pakistan along with that right now the, the ue is actually done a fair bit more than most i would say uh well, that's a good of, thing yeah Again, this is not. I'm not. Look, I know the fact that people are going to start saying, "Oh, what about Saudi and gamers?" Eight? And I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's its own thing, that, which is great and all, but this seems a bit more organic and sustainable because it's growing slowly. It's not like you're throwing a lot of money at an event and then we don't know what's going to happen next year or not. You know, like yeah, I I don't mind the slow growth. Uh, yeah, I like uh, like I, I would like it to be sustainable. Like and, get and, yeah get quality, get like these wins quality, bit by quality, bit quality but not quantity you know that's what I'm saying mm, yeah this yeah, audience yeah. I absolutely loved because everybody knew what was going on it wasn't some random bunch of people from a convention coming and sitting down to watch it because there was nothing else to do these are people who paid good money uh, when I said yeah good they money, were affordable prices who wanted to watch yeah. Counter Strike and that's yeah, the thing yeah. And, 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 they, and they were engaging with the game. Like, yeah. how and many times did we hear somebody randomly start cheering for the team? Or, yeah. like, you know, once an amazing play happened, everybody just kind of got off the seat. And, like, people were, like, they yeah, were in it's it. It's hard not to get caught up in the emotions yeah, of what's yeah. happening, really. Given the nature, how fast Counter-Strike is, how how quickly these things rounds go by, and you can't even, like, process half the game because of how quick things are going. Um, I, I'd say it was a, a damn good job that they done because um, like you had this one like, this one kid suddenly get off his seat and go like let's go liquid and he's, he's just yeah chanting, yeah yeah just yeah, starts this... chanting immediately and then I'm like, and then okay, the whole then... stadium started saying let's go liquid yeah because yeah. this one kid you know like uh, one section of the stadium started sing, chanting along with him as well mm. um, it's pretty stuff it's like, pretty magical like that kind of like yeah uh, live event that you can't you don't get while streaming like even though like 
Blast TV yeah. has the the streaming thing, and like uh, I just want to bring it but back. But being a bit part like, of the audience, sharing yeah, being, that moment together, yeah. There's nothing because like, of how, that's yeah, pretty so much it's, it. Yeah. It's super quiet as well. Only when the when the game's actually going on, you can hear anything. So you can actually hear if people are talking in the stadium yeah, because of the yeah, way the yeah. sound is traveling. So to hear this little kid suddenly starts chanting and cheering, that's a pretty cool moment. You you won't get this anywhere, like unless you're in like a specific stadium somewhere else like which is acoustically that great yeah so, i guess so, yeah <laughs> um but yeah but overall i think we can we can say this was a successful event i think 100 talking to you guys yeah yeah would Without you go doubt. watch another uh esports event honestly like, like uh, more about that like since you brought it up like i'm glad that they also had like an exhibition game which where viewers on the stream could vote Certain modifiers in the game, like oh, smoke, yeah, yeah, yeah. smoke grenades only. Yeah, that's uh, the show match, the gravity yeah, thing yeah. and whatnot, Gra- yeah, gravity yeah. and that sort of thing, which is pretty cool. Like, I think that's a very good opportunity for AD gaming to capitalize. Again, I understand the production risks as well because you could do, you could have done that because Blast obviously had the infrastructure put in place for it, but then mm. you wouldn't get the same feeling doing a local tournament like that. I know this for a fact, but I would like to see more of those smaller tournaments happening. I mean, like they happen all the time in Q club. They happen in every gaming cafe anyway. Um, yeah. Is this that I want to see more variety of games. I want to see what AD gaming can do with the streaming community. Uh, there is loads of things that like this, they just scratch the surface of what they can do. And of course, gaming as well is like, I think it's just like a generalized term because they think, okay, video games, but, uh, I think there's so much more that they contribute to the pop culture space here. And uh, that's also video game development. We're looking at voice acting, all of that stuff. All comes part of it, right? In the same medium. Yeah, so, yeah it does. Yeah, but unfortunately, like, because the the industry or the field of gaming in general, like the, the, the several facets of, of being in the video gaming industry, there are so many things I think the, the the best way to go at it is focus on one aspect one or two aspects right yeah grow that industry here and then the rest will follow yeah 100 percent. i think like i already brought this up last podcast so i'll bring it up again now as well um slowly but surely is like yeah. that team right now so um i think they're doing what they're doing best right now and they're doing a good job of it and I don't think we can, like, as pundits, sit here and make demands that, oh, they need to do X, Oh, no, 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 we're not. No, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, Um, As an industry, even they know that they are very young in this, in the same, in the sense that a lot of, there are a lot of platforms here who are setting up gaming divisions, and that's all we hear, like, the gaming division set up for this company, and then I'm like, why? Why would they do, why would they need to put up a gaming division unless they're serious about supporting gamers? Yeah. And, AD Gaming has cemented itself as one of the companies who have put money where their mouth is. So they have said exactly what they're going to be doing. Uh, obviously, a lot of people have been like, yeah, but we're not happy with what is this. You should be doing this and that. But no, they're like, they stuck to, they stood their guns. They stuck to it. And bringing quality esports tournaments is on their manifesto, pretty much. <laughs> and they yeah, have. And they, they did. They succeeded. Yeah. They did. Now we have to see where they go from here. Like, yeah. like you mentioned before, like it's either they continue riding this, or like I know you said slowly but surely, but like it's it really depends on the next event. If it's just as big, let's say, or like 
and it can bring in more people and more hype, I think they're successful. But if they just leave it at this event and that's it, then it's, I, I feel like it will, it will not progress, like you said. So we have to, like, the real test is where they go from here. What's the next thing that we're going to hear from them, esports-wise or, or otherwise in the gaming uh, space that's just as big? Like, I, that's, I honestly, that's what yeah, I think. I honestly hope we see other games on, like, a League of Legends or Dota or even... Overwatch. Uh, no. <laughs> I want Overwatch because that's that's gonna be that's the thing. Like I was telling I, Fatty yesterday, I, if they I bring in Overwatch, I'll be a lot more hyped because that's a game that I played. I know Overwatch Two is basically the same as Overwatch One with a few changes here and there, but I can, I can, I could follow along a lot more with Overwatch yeah. Two than I would with Counter Strike because the last time I played Counter Strike was what it was just called Counter Strike. It wasn't CS:GO. It was before yeah. the global offensive, like patch or whatever 1.6 yeah um but overwatch was just like like a couple of years ago uh yeah. but yeah so anyways you were saying i just wanted to throw in overwatch as a possible no, i know <laughs> um but that depends on whether activision blizzard are willing to do such a thing you know well yeah uh, i mean it, it all depends on on the developers and, yeah of course and yeah. um it's not like overwatch 2 have been getting the best rep at the moment so <laughs> uh, I, I think like, the games I mentioned pretty much are games that are very they're solid. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mass, and they're easy to put on. Like uh, there's also developer support for tournaments, and mm. uh, these are the games you would most likely see. I would most likely see a Call of Duty tournament happen here. Uh, yeah, and in the Middle East specifically, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Call of Duty, FIFA, Valorant. Um, yeah, these are the games that people play. Uh, I, I would see more. I, I, in fact, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing a Rocket League tournament. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind watching one. Of I don't those know two. how popular it is here. Like, I know a lot of my friends yeah. play, but I don't know if, like, yeah. generally speaking, in the Middle East or like in the UAE, it's 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 a it's again yeah. that's played a lot. But but let me then just ask this to all of you: If uh, first of all, uh, I know this is Fultfood's first time going to an esports event, just like me. But mm. was this your first time as well? No. It wasn't. No, okay. All right. So, but I'll still ask the same question. If there was an esports event in town and it's like a big name sort of event, not like a local thing, but like a, a recognized, well produced uh, event, but it's for a game that you don't play, would you still go watch it? I wouldn't go watch it alone. Okay. I would Fatty? actually take people who knew the game and go watch it with them. All right. Uh, it's a tough question. It really depends on the game, but. Um... Like, I'm just going to answer with another point that CS is something that we, we played before. Like, I know what I'm getting myself into. Dota and LoL, I've never cared for. This is like these two examples. Is a, like, so I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it live. So, but like, I like okay. Kevin's answer. If somebody, if somebody if is somebody's into there, it, then I'll okay, go yeah, 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 and I'll yeah. check it out. But not by because myself. Because I, I, I keep... I keep um... I might have mentioned this in a previous episode to you, Ferdy, but I keep remembering when I'm like just thinking about this whole thing about going to an esports event, watching a game that you don't really know that well. And I keep remembering when I went to Montreal as part of a university trip back in 2008. Our professor took us to a hockey game. And it was a surprise thing. Like we were just, like she said, like I'm going to take you guys out somewhere. We never knew where it was until we reached the arena. And then we put two and two together and it was like a hockey game. We live in the Middle East. The only exposure to hockey is through like movies. That's mm. about it. And it's not like there was a 
a shit ton of movies about the game of hockey, the beautiful game of hockey. So we had a very limited uh, exposure to that game. And um, we were excited. We're going to go watch a hockey game in Montreal, like in Canada. That's that's awesome. And I enjoyed the game. Again, I know the basics. Hockey puck, it goes into the goal or whatever it's called. Mm. People fight it out if they don't like each other. They, 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 they slide ski, whatever. That's it. That's all I needed to know. I just needed to know what the objective was. Just like put the puck in the goal as many times as you as you can, and that's it. And we had a blast because it was a full arena. It was it was the Montreal team playing against the Detroit team. I forgot what they were called. The Montreal mm-hmm. team is called Canadians. The Detroit team, I think they were called something. I don't know what. But it was like a it was a full house. Everybody's like you know putting their energy into it. Everybody's cheering. It was it was it was insane. And I enjoyed that experience so much. So that's nice. why I keep thinking that if I'm go if I go and watch like some game like an esports match or like esports tournament and if it's a game that I don't really know that I haven't played before like like Valorant for example right I haven't played Valorant but I've seen Valorant on Twitch right Fair so enough, I and I, I and I get like the basics right like you know you, of what you have to do what the what the what the objectives of of each player is I can still go and watch it if the space, if the arena, if the people, the crowd is there to put on a good show as well. I think you could kind of lose yourself within the crowd if they're just like hyped enough. And that's something I'm with you on that. Yeah. It is it it like especially like now since we have experienced the the esports feel and vibes and like the experience, like it is something you can get yourself hyped up with with the rest of the crowd and like even though we don't we, we didn't know the teams we didn't know anybody like it was kind of like through like the last few days of like watching and like seeing the names of the teams then we kind of got an idea yeah so like if it's the same thing for either dota or or lol i could i could try to do it i don't see why not but like like I think I need to go with someone. Like but, even but, if, but, but, yeah, no, of course. Like going with somebody. Like if if I had gone to that hockey game by myself, I probably would have like yeah. would have like enjoyed it to a certain degree. But like going with somebody that we know, and especially if that somebody also doesn't know the game, so you're kind of like in it together, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Misery loves company. Um, but yeah, so I I am definitely a lot more open to attending an esports tournament if it's a game that I don't really know or don't really play. Nice. Uh, as long as like maybe yeah, there's somebody there to go with me, and we can like both kind of like discover things together bit by bit. Obviously, we'll do all the homework and like look into the game before that. But you would do homework. Oh, that's lovely. Tim. Yeah, that's I mean, I did homework here. before this. That like <laughs> I, I watched a few games. I read up on what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. So I'm I'm like in the end. I just want to conclude this and say that in the end, I'm very happy. I'm very satisfied with what happened. Uh, the, 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 the only, only issue for me was that it was too long for me personally, two hours, I think is great. Like what happened with G2 and liquid, like it, it took place, I think like in the span of two hours, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah, 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 it did. Going over three hours, I think would be maybe too much for me. I don't know, which is ironic because I'm going to watch avatar 2 tonight which is like three hours and 20 minutes oh god is it really <laughs> yeah yeah it's oh ridiculous. my god yeah yeah 
Um, I, and I I'm not hyped for that movie on. whatsoever, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just saying. Just wait until like, it like it streams or it's available somewhere else or something. If you don't want to yeah. go watch it in the movies, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we we rambled on for a bit here in the end. Um, any last words, guys? We gotta shut this down. Uh, looking forward to more gaming tournaments in 2023. All right, awesome. That's something we could all look forward to, Fatty. I'm looking forward to doing another esports events altogether. Like if we if we all three yeah. of us go at the same time to <laughs> one of these next ones, I'm I'm down yeah. for that. And we have to also like end this with thanking AD Gaming. Uh, AD Gaming sent Fatty and I invites to attend the event. Thank you. We yes. we've talked to them before. They know us. They're they're friends of the show. Uh, and they know that we've always wanted to attend an esports event because we talked about how it never happened here, that we've never been to one, and we wanted to go to one of that scale. And they they came through. They're amazing guys. Sultan, Mahmoud, James, they're all pretty good people. Just, just talking to them directly, if you're watching this, uh, it was unexpected and, and amazing of you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Like from the bottom of my heart, thank you. So. Uh, and and Knox, uh, we want to tell people where they can find you. Um. On everywhere on the internet, I am Knox Voyager. Um, hopefully, I will still have a Twitter account by the end of the year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You still haven't streamed in a bit, right? Are, are you are have, doing yeah. Mastodon or whatever it's called, the other Twitter that everyone moved uh, to? I, 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 I can't. <laughs> yeah. Too many, many, too many too websites, many too many stuff. social yeah. media yeah, sites. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then uh, that's it for today. Kevin, thanks for uh, joining us in this episode. Thank you, Kevin. Um, and we hope everybody has a great rest of the week and a great rest of the year then Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's this is going to be our last this, episode of the year it is our last one yeah we thought I'll it was going to be the last one well yeah happening. no th- this came out of nowhere the, the blasphemy yeah. thing came out, out of nowhere like That's the last right, one was right. really supposed to be the last one before Kevin's episode was really supposed to be the last one but uh, I'm glad that they kind of surprised us with with the uh, blasphemy and we got to enjoy that but yeah, next weekend it's going to be Christmas. I'm going to, I'm also going to be traveling to Saudi, and then there's going to be New Year's after that. So sometime in January we will be back with another episode. Uh, yeah, we'll and, see you guys. Uh, then. Yeah, see you guys then. So uh, thanks for watching the episode. Do drop us a like or comment for more content like this, or follow us on social media at Bad Good Pod. We are all on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so hit us up there, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Take care, guys. <laughs>